Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with a dear friend, Lucina Thompson. So great to be with you today. I'm glad to have you back. You've been here before, done a couple episodes, shared your story. So we'll link those episodes so people can can hear more about what the Lord's done in your life. Perfect. So tell us today, maybe a little bit about your family. Sure. It's really fun because four generations of our family are attending Watermark at this time. My wow. mother-in-law, Mary V. Thompson, 85. Shout out to Mary V. My Both of my kids, I have a son on staff. My daughter, her husband, and three grandkids are here, and wow. Kyle and I. So it's all of us share the commonality of worship and study together, and it makes it so special. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, I love fun. it. It's well, really fun. Speaking of study— Today, we are in 2 Samuel 16, and I'm going to let you just take it away. Well, we sure are, and I don't know that I should take it away, but to me, as I really—I always look at something and try to summarize it in my Mm -hmm. mind. What is it that's being said here? What are the takeaways for me? And so I think really in this passage, there's three things that matter and that are different than what I wrote in the journey. The first item is that leadership matters. It matters whether you're a mom at home in your family, whether you are um, leading at work in some capacity, whether you're leading at your church or in a nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. leading matters. And David was the appointed king. He God appointed him. He didn't choose this. As a matter of fact, he could have taken it from Saul multiple times. We've already seen that in the text leading up, and he doesn't. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't, but yet God appointed him to be king. And so, you know, he was the king, and yet now his son is staging a coup and dethroning him, and he's being run out of town. That's what happens when you lead. Mm -hmm. When you lead You need to know you will be misunderstood at times Mm -hmm. because of decisions you make. You will be misrepresented. People will say what you've said, and they'll say it differently, or only half of what is true. And it's hard. Leadership is hard. And that's exactly what's happening here. David is taking the arrows because that's what leaders do. Mm -hmm. That's my first thing. Leadership matters. Absolutely. And then the second thing I think I really see in here is that how you give criticism matters. Uh, Shimei here is the one who is on the wall as David and his men and really his whole entourage is leaving Jerusalem. And what do we read that he's doing? He's cursing David and hurling stones at him, throwing stuff at him. All right, well, Let's just talk about it as a believer. As a believer, Scripture's really clear on this. And cursing is a sin. It's not the answer. I know. All of my cursing friends out there, I hate to break it to you, but it's (laughs) It's a a sin. sin. Yeah, it just is. And why is that? And listen to what James says about it in James 3. He says, Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing, and my brothers, this should not be. And then Jesus, I love what Jesus says. In Matthew 12, he says, the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So when you curse, 
It is revealing your heart. It is, that's all we need to know about this mm-hmm. guy. I mean, it tell, that the text and that word tells us what we need to know, that his heart is full of what is now coming out of his mouth and what his actions are portraying. And so I think for me, you know, really the application for me is I got to be careful mm-hmm. about we should give constructive criticism to our brothers and sisters. We are told faithful are the wounds of a friend. So we are called to help our brothers and right. sisters. But we've got to be careful and cautious when we do that. And uh, he might have had a word for David, but cussing at him from the top of the wall and stoning him he was is not, not, gonna <laughs> not the way to not do Not how anybody wants not to receive the, criticism. No. And so we got to do it with gentleness and compassion. We've got to bear our brother's burdens. And and maybe it does entail saying hard things. But I think also that one of the passages that has meant so much to me and comforted me when I've had a brother uh, harshly try to help me, and that has happened in my life multiple times, and because of leading in an area or just whatever. Mm -hmm. Is Proverbs twelve eighteen? There is one who speaks rashly, like the th- thrust of a sword, but the tongue of the wise should bring healing. Bring mm-hmm. healing. It says bring healing. It doesn't mm-hmm. say should. That was my word. It that's, says bring. It says bring, and that's what we should do. Uh, our tongue should, even if we have to wound someone, it should be done um, nicely, packaged together, where we are bringing healing on both sides of that. And that that was not his intention here. Not at all. He wasn't trying to encourage or build up with his words. He was tearing down very specifically. So how you give criticism matters. Absolutely. And that's the second thing. And I think the third then, which I think David stars at here, is how you respond to criticism matters. It does. And what does David do? He sees what Shimei says as coming from the mouth of God. He extends grace to this man, but he keeps his eyes on God. God can use anything and anyone to correct us, and he will, and he will teach us. He loves us enough to do that. And I I believe David's response here is rooted, deeply rooted in his understanding of the sovereignty of God. Whatever is happening to me, it's coming through God's hands. So leave him alone. Don't do anything. Remember, he's the king. And the king, we, we have seen We saw Saul rise up and have people killed. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of Nob, all the priests of Nob were killed because he was angry that they had helped David when David was on the run. That was the king's prerogative and preference. But David says, no, stay your hand. Don't do that Mm -hmm. because I need to receive what he's got. And I got to tell you, and I I said this in my journey, I don't always do that when I get criticism. I want to— defend myself. I want to tell you why that's not the case. Yeah, why you're wrong. Yeah, you're just not right about that. Mm -hmm. And I think what I've learned so much from my husband, Kyle, and that man has taken more arrows Mm -hmm. um, for God's, really for God's glory than anyone I know. And he just says, you know what? Um, When someone has harsh words for you, the best response is, Thank you. I I know you love me and you want the best for me and you're just trying to help me. So thank you for that. 
and let that be the end of it. And there doesn't have to be any more discussion sure. about who was right and what the details were or anything else. That's it. It's it's Proverbs 15.1, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Yeah, absolutely. But to thank someone for that is— Is very gentle. It's gentle. Humble. And it's, it's also really hard in the moment. Mm. Really, really hard. And I don't excel at it, and I'm still growing at it. And um, i that's my takeaway from this is, wow, I need to get better at thanking people who truly love me, my community, my family. Those are the people that usually are the quickest to want to share constructive criticism. And I need to be quick to receive that and, and to thank you for— saying that I know you want to help me mm-hmm. and I want to I want to be helped. It's really good Lucina. So to summarize, leadership matters, how you give criticism matters and how you respond to criticism matters. Yes, and I think David is a beautiful illustration for us in this passage. Um and it it's just it's a beautiful picture for me to see how it all works. It it challenges me personally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lucina, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. Always great to be with you, Emma. Always great to have you. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.